Hello and welcome to the 551 podcast. My name is Westberdine and my voice is slightly fried. Uh <clears throat> hello. Uh I was in Kansas City. I just got back an hour ago and yet here we are. I'm here with uh Eric and Rodrigo. Hey guys, how are you? Hello. Well, we're here. I, I love your commitment, Wes, to be able to show up on a podcast yeah, and let us talk because you can't talk. This is gonna be lots of fun. <laughs> uh you know. I'm just, I feel like a real commitment to the team. You know, you got to put it in 90 minutes all the time when asked, when the gaffer says go, and I'm the gaffer, so I'm going to put myself in. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I'm going to try to survive this. I, I, I mean, not, not that I had this, some killer, killer two days in Kansas City, but I last minute decided to go because I realized my family is out of town and like, why not? Yeah. Like, why not just go? So... I went to Kansas City with a bunch of people, met some super cool people, um, uh, and had great conversations. I met uh, a guy from uh, you know from London, but he's Sheffield United guy. I met uh, a guy who's a, from Hamburg, so he's an FC St. Pauli guy. I played basically football manager the entire time on the bus. <laughs> So I'm sure we have some Twitter questions about that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, and then what was great is I was ne- next to uh, this guy Ethan, who I've been friends with for a while, and he just kind of was like doing his work emails and then just watching me play Football Manager. Which anyone who's played Football Manager, it's so boring. It's <laughs> but it's captivating. But then he would like kind of cheer on my team. It was so lame. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here we are with the podcast. I want to say just before I cut to break. Uh, um, a, a good friend of the podcast of the website, uh, Henry Torres, is uh, putting on this World Cup Street Fair um, on June thirtieth, uh, eleven a.m. It's East Side Neighborhood Services is sponsoring it, so it's in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm going to talk about it more once June thirtieth uh, gets closer. I literally just had to look at the calendar to figure out how far away June thirtieth is. <laughs> Um, but just, I wanted to just a plug for him. He does such great work and it's such a cool thing. So in Northeast Minneapolis, you can kind of go, I will be there watching soccer that day. Cool. Um, that'll be like what quarterfinals time, probably June 30th. Right. 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 Unless you're Grant Wall, right. <laughs> then you're just hiding somewhere in your, uh, what did Grant sport? Wall say? What did he do? He just defended a bunch of Peruvians. That's all. Oh yeah, they Mexico they, and Spain. That's they, right. They don't get offended by anything. <laughs> no, uh, we don't. You know, no. <laughs> especially right. if you switch us out at the forty-fifth minute, we don't get offended at all. Um, let's uh, let's cut to a break. Uh, with we'll listen to big quarters. We'll come back, and uh, I got no extra good, bad, weird. We're just going to go straight to Minnesota United. <laughs> Even though the argument is that punk rock was better in Peru, but that's just <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're back on the fifty-five-one <laughs> podcast. He brought it to Latino. Oh rock. my goodness! Uh, oh yeah, he did. He All did. right, uh, we are. Yeah, this is uh, the the break was prepping for a World Cup talk, which will be next week. Uh, but this week we've got Minnesota United. So uh, myself and eighty others went down to Kansas City, um, met up. We had tailgate with uh, the Cauldron, who are like. Great. I really love the Kansas City fans. Um, and then uh, we went and partied, and, uh, you know, halfway through the half, the um, staff remembered that they sold the front half of the supporter section to a bunch yeah. of, like, 11 year olds. What was that about? It was literally, they had sold, because the section fits 140, 
we had 80 tickets. And so then they were like, oh, well, let's just sell, uh, not, it's not the full 60 tickets, but like, let's sell 30 of them to 11 year old girls team or something. And so, but they realize this in the 30th minute, they come down, pull, pull, uh, Ben who organized the trip out, um, all, the whole section sees this kind of suit walk in. It kind of just, everyone's pissed off because we're getting our butt kicked. The, then the, we're watching this happen. Everyone has to move. And it's just like completely embarrassing. Like, and then and then you had like literally right in front of the capos, 11-year-old girls sitting. And then they had to move because we need buffer space. It was just like, just get your act together. Don't just have 60 tickets unsold. Yeah. Don't, whatever. So stupid. So, um, uh, yeah, so that was just really annoying. But the party, like, for anyone who, who hasn't gone and traveled to see, to watch a team, it is like a blast. There, There is a, a a guy from the Dark Clouds, Ben, who helps coordinate that, gets tickets. And um, even if you're just watching with, like, 10 other people, it's just, like, it's fun to scream and, you know, you know get kind of heckled. There were, like, these... Oh, there were better hecklers than there me. There were these okay. no, there were these like ten year old boys who were like heckling, and then at one point Bruce McGuire starts heckling back to like a twelve year old, and I'm like, why are we fighting with twelve year olds? <laughs> nice. It was very weird. Classic Paw Patrol. That's why. Paw yeah, Patrol. yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's talk about the game. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll start with this. Uh, um, the lineup was pretty much the same, <clears throat> other than uh, um, Brent Coleman coming into the lineup for Francisco Calvo. Yep. What did uh, you think of the lineup as is? Did you feel okay with it, or what? What, uh, what options do we have right now? Is, is how I, I mean, feel. Um, there's I, always an option. I, I actually think I actually think against a team like that, it'd be better to do try Heath's four three three, and have actually Maximiano start, pull out uh, Alexi Gomez from the beginning. I would have started with Quintero. And Ibarra and Christian, and then pack the pack the midfield. Try to possess a little bit, but <laughs> and try to and try to just yeah, try to survive a little bit there. Yeah, it's just a little hindsight. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, but let's let's I'll take us through the things uh, the the moments, and you guys can can jump in with, with what you want to talk about. The first moment, obviously, is in the ninth minute. Daniel Shallowy. Uh, it scores from the top of the box. It, it comes off of uh, Mears kind of gets the ball. And he, he like He's put under pressure, and he just like pops the ball up. It was a bad clear. Centrally. Yeah. It wasn't even a clear. It was like trying to get it to your guys, but putting it central, and there was a bunch of sporting players there. Yep. And then, uh, you know, um, Shallowy gets the ball and just puts it in. It's a fantastic goal. I mean, I mean it's the same thing that... It's hard to get eleven-year-olds to learn, but we always tell them never, never on defense when you're trying to get to a ball, never play it back to the middle, and that's just one of those things because you that's those are things that can happen. Someone takes the ball, two two steps, takes a shot. So this this whole half was frenetic. I mean, it was nonstop back and forth. I'm being cued to come closer. Hi guys, yeah, yeah. what's up? Um, no, it was it was it was just frenetic and nonstop and. I mean, I, I couldn't look away from my uh, pirated Peruvian stream. <laughs> it, it was, was so. The, were the announcers Peruvian? Oh yeah, they were, they were awesome. It was wonderful. 
the narrative You're was gonna have to give narration me, was I great. To that from now on. <laughs> that, it was I needed a microscope to like see what was happening with yeah, the guys, but oh, but mine it was it was just fast paced, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, Fox Sports wasn't very good. So. Which I guess leads into the next point, back and forth. Yeah, and so then you know immediately right two minutes later, yep. um, the ball f- falls to Tyrone Mears. He's thirty five yards out, and he just just takes it, and it is an absolute thunder bastard. Kaboom. Um, I mean, yeah, and the the feeling in the stands for us, you know, you move from ninth minute to being like, here we go again, to 11th minute, and you're like, yes. I mean, because the angle, it was opposite side from where we were, and but the angle, the way it moved from that distance even, it was just like, what? It was great. It was just an electric feeling. We went crazy. Uh, and so we had like you know a good solid twenty minutes of mild reprieve. No, it was it was a great goal. I think what one of the things is that he got the ball and they had all this green space in front of him and no one pressured him. And so midfield, no one was marking. He just dribbled out up and it just took a beautiful was it thirty five years? I, mean, I guess, it was, I guess thirty five. Yeah, I didn't see it. Anywhere. It was it was a blast. And just just the goalie tried to stop it and. Went yeah. right through, right through, right through uh, his hands. So it was, it was nice. I was really excited after watching that goal, thinking, "Oh, hey, yeah, we can let's keep it to one-one." <laughs> yeah, but the Same. real, the real problem of that first half, though, and we'll talk then about the the rest of the goals is, um, uh, even after that moment, Sporting Kansas City were doing their high press, yeah, and um, mm-hmm. it was a complete surprise because Peter Vermees never uses a high press. Sorry, I'm being extremely sarcastic. It was as if we were completely surprised by a guy using his like trademark tactic. This is what Peter Vermees does. He opens his book to page one, and this is what he does. And like our guys looked, even in the the shallowy goal, right? Uh, Mears was being pressured, and he just, re- just responded, right? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and Mears is a veteran; he should yeah. know better on that. And we just like couldn't possess. We were just getting absolutely just overrun. And um, we got it. We I don't know what the game plan was to <clears throat> respond to that because we just used the same game plan. You know, it's four two three one. You have Quintero moving. You know, he's slightly further up the pitch, etc. So I don't know. And yeah, so thirty fifth minute, uh, Gomez, Alexi Gomez, completely out of position. Uh, he kind of comes in, makes a last minute slide tackle that like. You know, it was like slip and slide tackle, right? Like way longer than you should be able to slide tackle. Graham Zussi like steps over him gently, pats him on the head, <laughs> takes the ball on, and then puts it to this tiny guy, one of the greatest names in MLS right now, Juan Juan Cousin. Cousin, nineteen year old. I think it was only his second start or second. Well, uh, yeah, it was. Just, it was. I think he had gotten like six minutes prior to that game, and. He's a product of your academy system. Mm-hmm. They had an eighteen-year-old out there too. One yeah, point too. yeah. That, he's also a product yeah. of the academy team, and I think that was something that was really interesting to see is how they're how they're using their academy and how that's feeding into what they were doing. Because, I mean, that kid was 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 a uh, was great. I thought he did a really good good half, and uh, yeah, he was able to do things that we weren't able to do. So, like pass the ball, <laughs> or or um, you know, contain the ball. Yeah. And then three minutes later, Christian Lobato uh, takes it on the inside of Eric Miller. Basically, Eric, you know, the job of the fullback is to push them, push them away from goal, get right. them outside. 
Uh, Lovato does a move. I think Eric just basically like goes into a catatonic shock for a minute and then like he just goes in and scores. It was way too easy of a goal. It was, you know, we we're always talking about on this show about how Eric has not put in a bad, you know, we, we, he's just been even. And um, uh, I know his mom listens. I was going to say, sorry, that. I was like, Susan, she, sorry. She she tweeted at me after I made a joke about her listening, uh, and I told her, "All right, well, just, if, if he has a bad game, don't listen." Uh, look, I mean, he didn't have a good game. He had a bad game. He also got completely uh, left out on an island by Alexi Gomez, and and the rest of the you know they also exploited him. They exploited Mears. This is the who who made the assist on that one though that that feed was just perfect. Oh I'm yeah, I'm not sure. It, it was a, it was a oh, really was well gorgeous, pass. yeah, gorgeous. Um, yeah. So that was the first half, and and I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious what you guys saw because I I was in full scream mode. So I've rewatched uh, uh, rewatched the highlights, but uh, why were we unable to get anything moving? I mean, one of the things that I that, that that you notice when someone has to provide whenever when someone does the high press, you, the counter is to be able to make sure that your midfields and uh, your midfields specifically are going to the ball closer instead of swinging. So they have to come to the ball. You know, something that Ibarra does is come to the ball, and then we just we we were just doing that. So like we had a lot of people who were just trying to. Um, you know, try to clear the ball or, or or try to make some something happen. I think everybody was just trying to just 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 being overwhelmed by that press, and then at the same time, their SKC's midfield is just every time we had any chance of doing anything in the middle, you know, the ball was was being uh, challenged, and um, you know the the Quintero wasn't getting the ball, and the chances that he we did have with Quintero with the ball weren't as many as as, as we as we as we should have. And I think I I just don't know. I mean, like Mears is being owned by by. Susie, you know, like he yeah, got yeah. megged a couple times in the box, and I was like, I was like, this is going to be a long night if this is what keeps on going on. And there was no, like, no, everyone just, it was. I mean, when Boxel says it's a horrible game, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> what was his disgusting? Yes, yeah. yeah, so I think it was disgusting. Kansas City's boy. fast. Yeah, they're yeah. very fast, and I mean, there's a reason they're one of, if not the best team in the league right now. They're they look really good. Um, I think there's a huge psychological aspect to all of this as well. I mean, once again, this atrocious tradition of under 10 minutes letting one go. And even with the Mears goal, I, I, I don't think it was enough because, you know, it's like, you know, I train, I fight sometimes. And if you get knocked around a little bit, you know, you take one punch and you're already behind. And even if you make a block and take two more punches, you're out. And it's just you can't come back from that. I mean, there's 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 this whole psychological mentality of letting that early goal go, and then you're constantly trying to fight back, and you just keep getting, yeah. you know, punched in the face, punched in the gut, and you you go down. You always go down. So I mean, there's just I don't have the answer, but it's it's just a matter of containing and actually having that solid uh, midfield and defense to prevent that early under ten minute goal to actually build that confidence. I mean, in all. You look at the Montreal game, and you, we it wasn't pretty, but we held for a half, and that yeah. actually builds something mentally. I think that you can work with. Let me let me ask you: Is is this a game that we should have seen Abu start instead of Christian? Uh, a game where you're going to be high pressed, uh, they're going to be playing higher up the pitch. Their center backs are good, but they're not fast. Ekopara and, and Matt Beasler are not fast. 
Is that something where we could have relieved the pressure if we were kicking it long to Abu? I mean, I would. I I like Christian up top because um, he's more of a of a whole lead forward. But I, I can see that. But if that was the case, then I would I would I would have started in him instead of Gomez. Yeah, I'm not. That's sure what either. I would have done. I, th- I think even with him up there, because the, the last midfield time was getting the crushed. came in for Gomez, and then it just it, it was just a quicker quick quicker moving ball, and we needed that. We didn't have any quick quick plays up up there, and which is which is kind of. Kind of our, uh, our our mo in a sense is we play the ball, try to play it back unless Quintero or someone else who can make a quick play up uh, up is, is is available. And if it's not, we just try to regroup, try to move the ball, but not switch it fastly enough, not look for for a fast yeah. out. And so it's just I I would have I've always said I I've wanted to see Delati. Like I know he's a scoring machine, but well he's trying to be. But I think. When he plays on a on a wing, he's also uh, someone who's and he's physical too. Like well, how many yellow cards yeah, did he got last year? I'm honestly not sure it would have helped to be t- what he said, but also uh-huh. just the midfield was just getting overrun. Yeah. Um. Well, then the the second half comes in and Alexi Gomez is out. Uh, I think it was very obvious. To, you know, it was good good that Heath made a a really strong decision there. We saw the problem. Etc. Um, and Maximiano comes in, and that's where you get kind of the reinforced uh, central midfield. I set myself um, up for this on oh, Twitter, you did. didn't you I? Totally did. I teed it up. You teed it up, yeah. and then I hit a home run on Twitter. Yeah. I hit that sucker hard. Yeah, so uh, Brazil and Peru really letting uh, Minnesota United down right now. Um, but no, no, Universitario. Okay, yeah, let's get that clear. Right, yeah, Fluminense. Yeah, yeah. When, he, when, when he plays bad, Super he's Fluminense. Universitario. When he's great, which he hasn't really been, he's Peruvian. Uh, now I got a lot of yeah. people asking me that question: What, how, how do I feel about Gomez? And from the beginning, I was very skeptical of what Gomez could could be. Like I could see the potential, yeah. but I also saw it as as, as, a, as a as a big gamble. And so so far, the gamble seems not to be playing paying off at all. So who knows? Uh, you know, I mean, why can't we gamble on better Peruvian players? You know, I mean. I don't know. Maybe yeah. just there isn't there isn't just a better answer for this club to do that then. So um Maximiano comes in, he gets uh two yellow cards in I believe it's eighteen minutes. Oh at least he gets a yellow card like a minute after he gets in. I think it's forty if I remember I'm going from my memory now, it's forty eighth minute and sixty third minute. Sounds right. So that would be fifteen minutes doing my math machine. Uh Second foul is so, just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, terrible. it was just clear from as far away as I was. It, we oh. looked at it and, was, and it was like, oh, it's a yellow. But I'd, <laughs> I had forgotten the original yellow, and then I was like... Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Yep, <laughs> it's still a yellow. Yep. Um, yeah, clear as day. But and, we, 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 uh, <laughs> you know, we, we were barely, never really going to stay in that game, but that just ruined it. And the the... You could see it in how the players were at after that. Their body language was terrible. Yeah, terrible. Um, Dinlati eventually came in and uh, I think touched the ball. He eventually did, uh, a lot of people pointed out that he did laps with the unused subs, always do laps at the end of the game. And sometimes mm-hmm. if you're a late sub and you don't go, you know, you do laps. But Franz Pangop did not do laps. Dinlati did laps. And maybe that was his own. Maybe he was, I don't know. Hmm. But, um, yeah, and then 82nd minute, the ball isn't cleared for basically like three hours. It's just pinging around. <laughs> like everyone is just like, oh, hey. Like, it's um, like playing pinball. Pinball. Just hitting the ding, ball. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding. pinball. I also kind of had this um, uh, uh, 
Benny Hill theme going on as it was going. And then uh, Diego Rubio. Who we should mention was just subbed in too, right? Diego Rubio, <laughs> who hasn't scored in a century, 17 centuries, in fact. Uh, dude has basically been sitting in the cave with the Holy Grail. Uh, for you know, And then finally Indy comes in, Peter Vermees, puts him in, and he's like, oh, I guess I can score a goal. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy hasn't played more than a thousand minutes in two or three years. Um, he has a bad back, so. Yeah, because he's been in a cave for 17 years. <laughs> That's <centuries>. right. <laughs> and so I just, I didn't even, when they announced Diego Rubio, I was like, what, that guy is still with the team? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so he scores. Um, Ty- Tyrone Mears did a very poor job there, but uh, honestly. I mean, at, at that point, it was like, it was, we had like I, five, six minutes in that box. Yeah, everyone, everyone was out. to blame for that one. I mean, Boxer, yeah, I mean, Boxer was trying to do that. He, they were following him. I mean, what hurts me the most as a Peruvian is the fact that Rubio is Chilean. So whenever Chilean scores against your own team, it, you take it just a little bit more personal. Does Nestor yeah. listen to this thing? I hope so. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll find out in about an hour or, so, or tomorrow yeah, when, yeah. when I get texts about him. But that's all right. I mean, um, he's a Real Madrid fan as well, too. So. Oof. All right. Uh, so Garth Graberg asks this question. Current state, is this team better than, it, than when the season began? Remember, the season didn't begin well. So yeah, I know we're like, say. we're we, thinking we about Sporting KC. Yeah, and, but, you know, we have Quintero, but we lost... Uh, uh, Sammy. Sammy. We lost uh, Ethan Finley. We lost um, Molino. Uh, we, we gained Eric Miller. Uh, so are we better off? God, I want to say yes, but I, I hesitate. Or let me then ask this question. Even even compared to last year, uh, do we have a better team players now than we have last year? Yes. Starting, like playing, or like on yeah. the roster right now? Uh, either one. the squad available to whatever coach? Do we have a better roster now than we did even mid season last year? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Why are the results literally exactly <laughs> same. the same? Uh, like, and that's that's my like biggest question coming out of this. Um, <clears throat> we we were. Joking, there was like the the three different podcasts of uh, Minnesota United were all kind of represented on this trip. And we were, were you guys cheating off each other? We were like too? joking. I was like, "Well, I record first, so you guys all just rip me off." <laughs> uh, um, but uh, no, they, like we were joking. I, I just posed this question, which is like, you know, if, if we have a better team and the results are exactly the same, uh, I don't think we have a bad team. By the way. I think there's there's distinct parts that have not been addressed, but I think I look at that team and it's still, oh, it's pretty decent. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's good okay. in some places and you know pretty mediocre subpar in others. But and then bad when you play LA teams and KC. So. Yeah, yeah, and we happen to always play KC away many, many when we times. have like thirteen guys absent. But uh, you know. That's where I'm frustrated, and, and I, I'm getting at like the coaching, the coaching, right? Like, right. I mean, who prepares them exactly? That's that's how you. We ha- we haven't changed much. We you know, there's been bits and pieces changed, but uh, we're not better. We haven't addressed problems. We we don't, you know, we've beaten Montreal at home. Woohoo! Uh, you know the Houston. Do we beat we beat Houston this year, right? Um, uh, you know, we've we've had uh. Like normal wins, Chicago, right? Uh, Orlando away, but you know, and this is what I bring up every week on the podcast. But I, I just, 
There's no signature win right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, no... and, and right now the only signature win away would probably be Orlando, right? And and that's not even. And even even that, you know, there's just not much being tried that that's going to get the best out of this team. We're still giving up goals in the tenth minute. Yeah, that has been happening from day effing Two years. one with this team. Two years. It actually, probably goes into NSL time too. Um. God. Yeah, but then I can't blame the coach. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no, it's, little, it's in our on. DNA. Uh, I don't know. It's really frustrating. It is me. frustrating um, to me as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it just, I just don't understand how we can't have, um, like, you want to be able to put your best players on the field to be able to give you the least best result at all times. And so um, I don't know why, you know, we don't have Dunlady now that he's, now that he's fit playing more up there i mean i always like him and and christian and miguel and quintero now adding all through them why don't you just you know give it a go i mean what else do you really have to two forwards that you're saying yeah no two forwards or just have the laddie play 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 take gomez's spot at this point i mean oh as a yeah as a winger and then just just a winger and just just see what you can get out of it and then worse comes to worse at least you know you can get I don't know if you want to even give Gomez a chance at this point, but just you can put Pan Go in there, or uh, or or somebody else that that's willing to to be or, or or Gomez if you still have have faith in. What are we gonna do with this Universitariano man? What yeah. are we gonna do with this guy? Uh, <laughs> well, I there's a reason why he's been loaned so many times. So at the end of the, at the end of the night, we ended up at this bar and then looked over, and Roger Espinoza was uh, was at the the table. Uh, you know, just five feet away. And then we go out, and uh, out on the patio was Ibsen and Maximiano. I think there was probably another player there who I didn't, I don't quite have, like, facial recognition of. Um, And uh, uh, Ibsen, like, kind of looked over, and I kind of waved. And then I think he kind of did, you know, smiled or something, and then, like, distinctly turned so that... He was not. He's like Wes is here. Yeah, yeah. This is why we lost. Oh my god! If I would have seen Calvo there, it would have been would have been amazing. (laughs) Francisco, (laughs) it's me from Twitter. Uh, Anyway, la prensa. prensa. Let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the U.S. Open Open Cup match, and we've got some Twitter questions. Asking for that double yellow. I don't know how many games. Ugly. It's ugly. Like I like I like him, but it's just like, and I got burned too because I said I like I like Baxi, and then all of a sudden people are like, "How you like him now?" I'm like, well, still do, but can't do any of that. You just you can't take a music break. What? <laughs> are you still recording? That's what he's laughing about. I just came back on to start. And you... All right, whatever. Back on the fifty-five on <laughs> podcast. I want to let me start with this question because I want to talk about the game coming up midweek on Wednesday, uh, U.S. Open Cup match against uh, FC uh, Cincinnati. First time we've ever played Cincinnati. Uh, I'm excited to see these guys. Keenan Humphrey says, does Minnesota United try to compete or does Adrian trot out a JV squad in Cincinnati and Minnesota is destroyed by a lower division team (laughs) in front of 30,000 fans? They're only playing in the stadium that fits 20,000 for this game. So, and then says, we just weren't good enough despite being the last contest for a month. I mean, he answered his own question. I I hope they 
put out a good squad. I really do. Well, I mean, if if they don't, then we have lots to talk about, right? I mean, it gives you more fuel to the well, fire, let me, right? Let me just say this. A, we are going to get destroyed. And B, we have no option but to yeah, put, we had a lot put of people the that are gone. JV squad out, right? Yeah. Well, not uh, everybody. I mean, there's there's holes for sure, but... Okay, um, who's your starting 11 then, Eric? Well, let's see. Calvo's gone. Schuler's gone. Who else? Those are the main two, right? Right. So who is your starting 11? So Maximiano can play he, because he's... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's not an MLS game, so yeah. Yeah, so the red card is... I'm actually like making sure I, I'm, I'm right on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, so... You yeah, your Ibsen's not going to play. Um, Tyrone Mears is not going to play. Is Tison fit? Do you put Carter Manley in? Uh, maybe maybe Mears can play again. Um, you know uh, Heath did say so. I uh, <coughs> Star Tribune Meg Ryan wrote. He said last week he was anticipating a mix of starting caliber players such as outside back Tyrone Mears. Okay, so maybe I did and Ramirez. Uh, Ramirez and Dilati and bench players. <coughs> uh, I mean. <clears throat> Maybe it's going to be Schuler and Maximiano. Schuler's gone. He's, oh, he's, he's gone. You're right. You just said that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was looking up the. It's got to be like Maxi and. Maximiano and Harrison Heath. And, oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and then you've got. Well, no, Fra- Colin Martin. Let's put Colin Martin yeah. instead of Heath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Colin, Colin Warner, Warner apparently is not available because he's. I don't he's know. in some doghouse available offside of some different. Off, like know, he's on the flat earth. Yeah, he's in a. Black Ops site or you know something like that. Was it, was rend- rendition. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would love to see the double Colin. You have a double pivoting Colin out there. Uh, have both of them, uh, you know, but you'll probably get um, Dinladi, Ramirez, and Pangop, right? I mean, you might get just the same 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 squad that can, you almost got over at uh, the LAFC game. Yeah, so. I, I don't think I don't think Quintero play. Quintero play. That's what I was. Gonna you don't ask. think Quintero's gonna play? I, I hope he does. <laughs> Or at least does the half. My God, Rodrigo finished this bottle of wine. What? Uh, so <laughs> that's why I, I get mean, no musical breaks. That's why. So, so the back line will basically be the same. That's not going to change. Pro- probably. It's, yeah. it's the midfield. Maybe, I guess maybe you put Olmsberg in, but you want Boxall in there. As I think I think Olmsberg would be a good switch. I think I think for Coleman. No. 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 I think for Mears, if if Mears gets 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 to play up more than who, he does, who plays right back? Although the, the, I mean, Miller, Miller's not going to play. Well, you have three center backs out there. Who's playing left back? Mm, I thought we play four. We play four on defense, right? Two left, two. Yeah, I know, but you only Miller's the only fullback you have out there. If Olmsbird, Coleman, and Boxall. Are oh, out there. okay. Well, you can play out. I mean, geez, try everything, right? I mean, it's <laughs> be FIFA eighteen and just try every position. We're gonna get smoked. Oh shit. Um, I, I you know, I, I mean, I if, think... he, if he really doesn't care about the lineup or 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 the game for that matter, which we're making it seen, then just no, I play don't. Everybody. I, I'm, so I'm saying what I'm saying. This is we are going to lose. Uh, and I'm also saying. There's no real option of, like, people will say, like, oh, you know, he didn't take it seriously. But you can't play, you're going to have to, by necessity, miss these players. You can probably play Quintero for some of the game because, look, this is his last game uh, for two weeks. He's going on vacay, so he can play another 90 minutes. He's not an old man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it, it is important for them to win, but they won't because I hate to be, like, really down about it, but FC Cincinnati... Just had MLS announced. They're going to bring their fire. They're going to be so excited. And Minnesota United are tired, looking for a break, uh, unmotivated, and I just humiliated. I'm viewing a bloodbath. You guys should all listen to uh, Bill uh, Bill Senaros, right? Listen to his uh, 
he was on the FC Cincinnati podcast talking about, uh, well, where we are and where they are. And it's actually really good. I really enjoyed it. So check that out. And it, it really just made me nervous. That's all it did. <laughs> yeah, they've got Lance Lang playing yep. for him, who they all hate because he's bad, uh, but he will score a hat trick. <laughs> God, Apparently, we're, we're, we're mailing it in. But I, I mean, I don't know. I think, I, uh, I think let's see, if... if We've seen uh, Mears and Sizzle play, and then more than likely, T-Stone's not going to play until this weekend. So I don't, I don't, I don't. No, even I think, think they'll just let him recover. Do we figure out this midfield, Maximiano? Who? What, what do we say? You've got uh, uh, either Colin, Colin Martin, 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 Martin Heath. Warner, Harrison Heath. So if you're playing a four-three-three, that's what you're going with, right? Yeah, they're going to put in Harrison Heath instead of Alexi Gomez at this point, I suppose. That's kind of where we're at. Or, or, or you just play Gomez until Actually, he just... I'd, I'd kind of rather see Harrison Heath than <laughs> Alexi Gomez. Wow, that's so, that's so we Dark we times turn. here on the yeah, 55 One Podcast. Times, okay. let, me, yeah. let me move on. And, uh, yeah, let's move. Uh, Brett uh, S. asks, did the Loon schedule a friendly with Saprisa just to get a closer look at a future designated player signing Jerry Benson? Uh, so... Saprisa are the um, uh, international friendly that they're going to play against. Costa Rican champions. That. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm is Calvo's uh, former team. Former no. team and Venegas' current team. Nah, yeah. Okay, too. Um, uh, Jerry Benson is a uh, place for them. Jerry Benson uh, on the Do Nord Football ca- uh, fo- podcast was like an absolute favorite because Jerry Benson sounds like an insurance agent. <laughs> and so we talked about Jerry Benson's uh, insurance, he uh, will cover you for auto, home, life, and goals. Although he didn't do much of the goals. Uh, so anyway, I got great joy uh, and was traveling with Bruce this weekend, so we got to relive some Jerry Benson moments. Uh, yeah, so it would be great. He'd be a great DP to... No, I'm just kidding. It's terrible. Um, James Owen says, uh, why did it take until halftime to get Miller some help on the left side? Will Alexi Gomez continue to start anyway? I mean, last three games, he's not been at all anything. anything really. Do we have him for the season or for the summer? What's the loan? loan for season, yeah. Season. Season, so. Wouldn't yeah, it be great loan. if we had a USL team that we could um, oh, bring up? So bring, right. No, that we could bring up. up. Yeah. How about that? If we had like a 19-year-old parked on a USL team. And or if we had an academy team where we can draw through. that we've, They've been going through the whole, oh, wait, we. that's KC. Sorry. Um, it, it, I mean, halftime because, you know, reset. Like, you know, is he going to really, he could. Do what Peter Vermees did and, and yank his players getting destroyed and make a change in the first half. Uh, but that's not, I'm, you know, that's not what Heath does. So, uh, hashtag Tom24 uh, says, has Calvo's transfer value do- gone down because of on field play or off field spat with the media? If his World Cup play <laughs> is awesome. similar to his Minnesota United performance, would European leagues, et cetera, consider him or is Liga MX most logical? That's a good question. I'm not. I mean, you look at you look at the. I mean, if you were compare to Minnesota United and the Costa Rican team, there's two there's two different worlds, if, right? If I he mean, has a really good world, he, he's cup. got a good supporting cast. I mean, he's got Campo playing. I mean, he scored for crying out yeah, loud, he did. friendly. So I if, mean, like, if they can like, if they can pass, if they can get through the group stage, and maybe, I mean, it'd be a miraculous thing. But if they tied Brazil and he played well, I I keep. I'm 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 with uh, the media, as it were, la prensa, and as much as I 
have personal feelings toward Calvo. I do, you know, I, I do wish the best for the guy. And I think, you know, we've talked about this before too. He's like the one guy that the team could actually turn a profit on, right? He passes, gets to the, the Oitavas. I keep thinking that like, it would be a very, it would be a mid-table to close to relegation La Liga team. And I've actually been tweeting at Kelta Vigo about him. <laughs> I think I think Kelta Vigo would be the destination. I think it'd be perfect for him. And and Minnesota could make bank from Kelta. So there I, I you think, go. Honestly, you could you you could see him going to Russia. Playing the Russian He's Russian gonna he's league. gonna stay, he's gonna go and just like defect. No, I mean, yeah. no, I mean not defect, but I think, uh, I think there's, uh, a, there's a there's a there's a there's a good option for him to be able to play out that way. I mean, here's the thing, right? I mean, Cabo's playing a different position with the Costa Rican team. He's not playing. He's not. He's not our save all center back, right? He he gets to go up, and he gets to be involved. And I mean, this this Costa Rica team pretty much made what the quarters last last World Cup. Yeah, they made the quarters. Yeah. So I mean, um, is it? it and all we need is a really good game from Cabo. Like what happened to what happened to Hamas? He had that really great, awesome I'm, game. They're gonna have to get through, though. I think I think that's I, I that's think, where I it think is. That's for a me. possibility. And I also I also want to point out that everyone, all these scouts, um, they'll kind of see they'll have scouted him, right? I mean, there will be some people making rash decisions, but a lot of them will chalk it up to, oh, Minnesota are a bad team. You know, they'll chalk it up to oh, MLS quality. We think that. You know, if he's put around a better support, well, we're class. hoping for that. And right? maybe and that might actually literally be true. Um, I, you know, no one will care about the spat with the media uh, no. because no one, not even except us, you know, Only not us. even uh, the <laughs> local. No one's actually put pressure on like uh, on his actual behavior, which is did crazy. he even apologize? He didn't even apologize. No, no yeah, the team not. didn't even respond. Yeah. There was nothing to apologize because he was never called the task at, right. at all. Um, he also tweeted Classy. at. There was a fan who kind of. Uh, hilariously tagged him in a tweet that was uh, to Matt Doyle that was like that was basically like uh, you know are you guys going to talk about how uh, you know uh, I hope that they I hope Minnesota keeps a clean sheet so you guys can talk about how garbage uh, uh, Calvo is or whatever Uh, Sporting Kansas City score and Calvo tweets back at this guy with a peace sign right after they scored wow I missed that classy um, if you depend. Yeah, no, I he'll mean, he'll go. I, I mean, I think that I think Minnesota would be very dumb to not uh, to not have have him. What is he under contract for? What what? It, what... No idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I imagine. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, alone be nice. You know, I, I think that they need to take that money and then drop it into something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think real center I, it's not even that much money, though. I, if he goes for three, look, I'm, billion. I'm confident that he is going to have a decent World Cup, and that's all he needs to have is to have a decent yeah. World Cup to be able to be like get a Russia involved or get someone else to be able to to fork over money. Because honestly, I wouldn't want to play in Russia. <laughs> so, uh, but but just to be able to play do that i mean and just be able to go out outside and, and, and get signed somewhere else i mean that i think that's very possible and i and 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 if that's that happens and we're able to make a profit off of that then it just means that we our younger guys get more get more playing time so yeah. yeah i think for me the key is he's get they've got to go through i mean i think that's that's the selling point there yeah 
Uh, l- let me just go to this last question, which is from Steve Nelson. It's partially to Schieferdecker, but I think Schieferdecker responded a little bit on Twitter already. So I know it's early, uh, but what's your take on the draft picks this year? Does it feel like the right move to pass on someone like Chris Muller um, for uh, Olmsberg and Manley? Um, it is super early. Draft picks... Um, Rarely do they have an impact, you know, even see from last year's, you know, Dunlady was one of three draft picks to have an actual impact. Um, uh, and this year, you know, he's, he's tailing off. Who knows what he will be the year after. Mueller uh, is kind of being forced into some action. Uh, I think he's looked pretty decent, but um, he's with Orlando. I, you know, Toy has been forced into action, but he's raw. Oh, yeah. That dude's going to play for sure against Cincinnati. Yeah, I think he should, yeah. Interesting. That would would mean not not starting Christian, but... Well, maybe maybe a halftime substitution or something, but he's going to play. I just don't see why forwards can't play play wings. They like going forward anyways. I mean, it's not like we're asking them to come back. Yeah. Well, so I I, I don't think that we can have much of an answer. Manly, uh, Manly, you know, doesn't look ready, but I don't think that you can like grade him as a player yet for that. I think that same thing, uh, yeah, that him and toy Olmsberg we just haven't seen, uh, much of, uh, um, maybe he'll, maybe he will get a start this week. Um, and it'll be Coleman and him. I hope Coleman gets another chance out there, but same. the other thing is it's really a bummer that most of the time when we see these guys trotted out, they're trotted out in emergency situations, yeah, right? Like the Red Bulls game, like LAFC. Right. Um, they're not given an opportunity to succeed. Yeah, and they're not. You know, it, it's just like, oh, man. Yeah, they're I mean, set it's up tough for uh, Mears or Tison, and yet Manley's in that position. Um, right. right. And that that's that's kind of frustrating. Uh, you know, I thought Coleman was fine this week. Um, I think there was some rust there. Um, yeah, it's those. also it's also having to gel with uh, Miller and and. And everybody else, yeah. it, t- it takes time to be able to create that. And the fact that he, we have not seen him at all, yeah. really, it, it's a disservice to to what we know he's capable of. One of my favorite highlights that we haven't mentioned was man, he stuffed. Um, God, who was it? It was Zussi trying to get the ball, and he stuffed him twice in like two in like two or three seconds. It was beautiful. I was bummed he didn't beat up Roger Espinosa like his brother Brian did once. <laughs> <laughs> there was apparently there's I'll tell the story I've told it many times but um there's apparently video of this that someone has but it is like a closed door scrimmage that um happened after the um open cup game where uh, Minnesota Stars went down there mm. and Cristiano Diaz gets a red card uh to two nothing loss and it was just like they play a closed closed door scrimmage uh the next preseason and um just the whistle goes and it's just war. Go war, yeah. And at one point, Coleman is just beating on on Espinoza, <laughs> and they're like, "All right, that's it, we're done." <laughs> this is I I the, don't the even friendly. In I don't quotes. even know what is true anymore about the story, but I do know uh, that uh, there were that Brian threw punches. So so, so that means it's just a soft yellow, right? Yeah, the scrimmage yeah. is just a soft. I'm yellow. ready for the Calcio Fiorentino. It's like yeah. the the MMA football mix. Like that's tag me in when that happens. That's I'm ready to. So like at this point, I guess my question to train the players. For that. So where, when do you put it? What 
when you put a max, do you just hope he just gets one yellow and then tell him a layoff, or what do you do? What, uh, Jeff Reuter tweeted, "What he has uh, a, a card every twenty six minutes." Yeah, pretty much. Like right? So do you put him in for just one half? You you start him for a half. The guy loves charity. He loves the dark clouds. Uh, <laughs> that was a great club, club charity. I saw yeah. that one too. That was yeah. beautiful. Um, so that's a that's a podcast. A little shorter this week, uh, but I'm gonna fall asleep soon. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so you have to roll them. Up the stairs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, I, for, I forgot to give um, He's a tall guy. bar update. Uh, bar cannot open, unfortunately, yet. Um, we had to, there's just like all this paperwork that still is not ready to be done. So it's pushed into July. So maybe, maybe my hope is we can get it and take over the week before the final or something like that. But what's going to happen is there will be, I will be tweeting out this information, putting it up on the Blackheart website. Townhouse is still going to be in existence. Uh, Go check out drag shows there or or whatever. But um, But just go get a drink while you're in Yeah, or get drinks, yeah. Um, We'll watch the World Cup group stages here at your house. Yeah, we'll come over to my house. (laughs) But I am going to, on Saturdays and Sundays, uh, open up for the the 1 p.m. game and do that, and I'll kind of put that information out there. And there's the 11 o'clock, first weekend, 11 o'clock, Rodrigo versus Wes uh, Derby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, come on. ton of Peruvians. I am getting uh, the existing owner. She's going to let me bartend for these. I'm getting the existing owner to uh, order some Pisco. So I'll make oh, really? a bunch of pisco sours. Oh, wow, you gonna make some? Can we just make some chilcanos while we're at it? We can. Today? Well, if I will make what you pay me to make. What's with gonna the, be the, the Danish? Are you gonna get like smurbor or something? What are you gonna do? I'm for just the- gonna get Danishes. Oh, that works, I guess. <laughs> Danishes and <laughs> 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 Danish, Danish, some some herring, pickled yeah, herring. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> anyway, so uh, thanks for uh, people who have been kind of supporting and talking about it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm like going crazy trying to get this stuff uh, done, and and hopefully. We'll have a, a, a soccer bar to go to in uh, in July. Thanks. That's the podcast too. Ciao. Oh wow. Okay. Bye.